0: Prep Facts, Bareback Backed, and Butt Sex (laughs) Hacked. Coming up today on The Point. That
1: is a lot. Damn it. That's a mouthful.
0: Hello and welcome to the point—the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah, hello. hello. Zayd and uh, Doug are both still away, off on their honeymoon. romantic honeymoon, yeah, yeah. lovers' holiday. Yep. Um, but um, we have back with us yeah. YouTuber hello, Adam, Adam Carroll. Hello, 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 yeah. hello. And also. Um, A friend of the show, but we haven't seen you in a while, so we're glad to have you back. Dr. Michael Fanous. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me
2: back. Good. How are you? Good.
0: Um, And we're going to get into it with you in a bit. But first, because we're coming up to um, Passover and Easter, so I thought it was appropriate that I wear my juicy shirt.
1: Mm. (laughs) Juicy fruit. You're a juicy fruit. (laughs) You said it already. (laughs)
0: talking point number one prepped and ready okay so Michael um, is our um, prep prep expert prep prexpert
2: meds expert meds expert (laughs) Um,
0: we talked uh, the last few times you've been on the show talking a lot about prep and what's happening with that you're a pharmacist I am you're an activist I am Um, but uh, we had been in contact in terms of uh, that there have been new developments on the the sort of the PrEP front and other things happening in terms of um, HIV. And, uh, so tell us, what's, what's going on?
2: So since I uh, last saw you on the season finale last season, uh, there was big news, but I hinted to it, and we talked about it in the question and answer period about Health Canada approving the first generic for PrEP here in Canada. So the medication, which is the long name is emtricitabine tenofovir those are the two Good drugs yeah. <laughs> those are the two drugs that were in truvada but truvada was really expensive still is and health canada similar to the fda in the united states approved a generic for sale uh, the fda though they approved it in the united states it's not going to come to market for legal reasons till 2021 but health oh. canada yeah but Health Canada brought ours, approved it, and it's sold here in Canada now for a fraction of the cost of Truvada. Uh, all the generics in Canada are tested for safety and efficacy, but also bioequivalence. So the question I get a lot about generics is if they don't cost as much as the brand name, they must not be the, the same or the same value or the same quality. But that's not true. So it's exciting to have uh, a lot more people can now access PrEP. So the number one reason why uh, gays, you know, guys in the gay community uh, don't take PrEP, the number one reason is the cost. So it's not the fear, it's not the stigma, it's not the side effects, it's Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people can't afford it. So what we were going to uh, governments with and we were going to public health and the province of Ontario saying uh, this needs to be listed on the formulary. So the other piece of exciting news that came in September of 2017 uh, after the AIDS walk, two weeks after, was that the Ontario government uh, approved PrEP to be included on the formulary, meaning that people that have government coverage, Trillium, ODSP, Ontario Works, uh, OHIP Plus, the Seniors Plan, now they can get PrEP so it can be funded by the province uh bc also uh, approved prep on their formulary there there have been some countries haven't there been there's a lot of countries now
0: australia am i right
2: australia is going to subsidize prep israel approved it but doesn't subsidize it yet the eu approved it it's up to every individual country how they're going to fund it uh south africa there's a lot of countries that are now getting on board with prep because they're realizing it works and we've known it works, but it was horribly expensive before. And uh, we know that not only is it cheaper to prevent an infection with HIV, with PrEP, but it's also the morally right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can pave, if the governments can get involved to help people access this really effective drug, then we can avoid someone having to take HIV treatment, which is even more expensive for the rest of their life. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense. It's the right thing to do. Uh, I think, you know, Canadians are, we're lucky that we're on board with this idea. A lot of other countries are thinking they're still a little behind on where they th- what they think about PrEP.
0: I, I, I'm curious, um, because I remember when we first started having this discussion, uh, the medical community was saying, yes, be on PrEP, but that's in addition to condoms.
2: Okay.
0: I think there is a realization that, by far, most men who are taking PrEP are not using condoms. Let's talk about condoms. Uh, Even if they are using condoms,
2: think, uh, for the gay man on the panel, all the things that we do before we put a condom on, if you do put a condom on, uh, that can transfer bacteria, viruses, parasites, so it's great, you put a condom on, but, you know, pre-cum carries the virus as well, so for all those people that, you know, have foreplay and think that, you know, if I pull out, then, you know, there's no risk. Well, that's not necessarily true. And then the whole thing about condomless sex. My thing with it is: yes, people have always been having condomless sex since the dawn of time, and we've had condoms since the AIDS epidemic of the '80s. Why hasn't you know? Why haven't condoms solved that? Why do I still have nearly 2,000 new infections in this country every year? And we've had condoms, and they're cheap. They're way cheaper than prep. Uh, they're somewhat effective with gay men. We need to remember that. Anal sex is tighter than vaginal sex, so condoms will fail. Condoms will burst a lot more often uh, when gay men are having sex or when straights are having anal sex. Um, and we have to know that the reality is not everybody uses condoms all the time. In fact, 85% of gay men... Were- well,
0: yeah. uh, well, this is why I, I was asking, because the, 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 what, at least what I was hearing from the medical community was continue to use condoms because of other STIs. STIs.
2: Yeah, sure, of course. I'm not here to discourage condom use. I'm here to talk about the reality. The reality is I'm like most gay men and a condom is not used 100% of the time. In fact, only 15% of gay men report using a condom every time religiously. And maybe I'll open it up to the panel and ask, you know, how many times in the last three months or six months have you not used a condom during anal sex?
1: Don't look at me! <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, okay, so... Well, I mean, no, honestly, less, less. since starting PrEP, yeah, I... I, I, I'm not as reliant on condoms. All right, so let's I'm just go back to the reality. My of-
1: thing is like people are always talking about condoms and how like they can, they, they'll get upset at me if I previously haven't used it with somebody else and they're worried about getting STIs. I'm like, you can get an STI from literally doing anything else. Like you're not just gonna get it from me. From well, me. you can
0: get it from oral sex.
1: Exactly, but they're just like, I had somebody kind of get mad at me over being unprotected with somebody who was on PrEP. Because they could have gotten something from me. Were they talking about... Like STI-wise. And I'm like, well, you're doing other stuff with other people. You can get it from literally anyone right. who's getting mad at me for doing something that was safe.
0: So, uh, uh, so uh, I mean, to me, this just sounds like prep
2: shaming. Or Right, right. It is prep shaming. It's prep shaming. It, we need to oppose it just like we oppose slut shaming. And we just need to oppose that the same way we oppose uh, those that are uh, stigmatizing people who are HIV positive. Mm-hmm. So actually, now that you brought it up, condoms, let's talk about the most effective way to prevent transmission of HIV to somebody else is to treat the person who's HIV positive. I mean, not only do people on treatment do well and they live longer, but we know for a fact from the medica- from the evidence that we have on some large trials is that if the person who's HIV positive is undetectable, so they're successfully... Uh, the treatment is successful, then they will not pass the virus on to sexual partners. That's the most effective way. Second most effective way is PrEP. Third most effective way is condoms. So we need to rework the whole talk about safer sex. Uh, typically, when people come into my office and they say, oh no, I don't need PrEP. I always have safe sex. One, there's no such thing as safe sex. Two, condoms are not as effective at preventing HIV as PrEP, and we do not need to fear those that are HIV positive. If they're positive and undetectable, they're not to be feared. And so the talk around safer sex practices needs to change and it needs to be in that order
1: but it also has to do with people like like somebody says they're undetectable they could be lying somebody says they're on prep and they could be lying so again it's kind of like you have to take care of yourself and decide well yeah I
0: take care of yourself right no you're and like absolutely either be right. on it
1: or use the condom it's just kind of like right like, it's protect yourself <laughs> yeah.
0: right because the other person could be lying or whatever mm-hmm. i mean why they would be, li- I, yeah.
2: The way, the way I like to frame it is, trust is not an effective HIV prevention strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a uh, little known fact is that most people get HIV from their primary sexual partner. So if it's their boyfriend, or their husband, or what have you, um, it's not a random person. It's not someone that you know you want to not trust. It's those that you think you can trust, mm. typically, because then condoms are not yeah. a part of that.
0: Well, but one side of this, there was this article on uh, GayStarNews.com, uh, uh, Simon Gage um, uh, from UK-based Boys Magazine um, Oh, no, that's, he's referring to someone else. Anyway, the, the, the headline is, Am I a sexual dinosaur because I insist on wearing condoms? So he's saying he still wants to use condoms. Great. But other guys won't have sex with him because he insists on using condoms.
1: And some people do that.
3: Really? I just find that weird. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: I want to wear a condom. Like I've had an S- STI or STD. I don't know which one it is, but I've had one, and I, <laughs> an to, like An IUD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: like maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, like, it took, like, a year to treat that thing. And it then, did? Yeah. What did you have, girl? Girl, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> my mama's watching. Like, <laughs> it's not, like, it's not fun. And it, it was, I like, condoms are my best friend because I can't afford PrEP. So, obviously, like, I would, if, I would love to take PrEP and not have to worry about that. But I can't afford to do that. But I
2: would also still be wearing condoms. So if I may, Uh PrEP would not have prevented an STI. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Secondly, uh, just because someone's on PrEP doesn't mean that they can't use condoms as well. It's not mutually exclusive. Right. Yes. Third, before I forget, I want him to be able to access PrEP the same way I want everybody to, for free. Uh, Mm -hmm. There should be no reason that someone that wants to be on PrEP in the highest risk category in Canada, so men who have sex with men, and they can't access it because of the price point. So, and then third is common STIs, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, and HPV are all transferred even when you use a condom. Why? It's skin to skin contact. Yeah. Unless you're having sex with someone who comes with the condom, comes into the room with the condom on and he's hard and his hands are washed, <laughs> then what? I'll say, "Okay, great. I always wash." Imagine that. But <laughs> the <laughs> fact of the matter is the <laughs> fact of the matter is foreplay, skin to skin contact, all the things that we do prior to putting a condom on, so you know, oral Wait, sex. all of those
1: are skin to skin?
2: Well, do you, do you, I don't know a gay man who uses a condom for oral sex, and I don't know no, no, of a gay man who uses a dental dam for rimming. But, so if, unless you're doing those, it's skin-to-skin contact. What's a dental dam? Interesting.
3: Uh, it's like He's a so little, see like... Me after. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little thing. Like, yeah.
0: He'll give you a demo. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't make sounds. <laughs> He he knows it because lesbians use them. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's
2: let's even ask the straight guys on the panel if they use a dental dam for... I don't or, use anything. No. Okay, and you know what? <laughs> there should be no... <laughs> and there should be no shaming with that. So where, I, where no, I'm going to go... No, you should go, shame, you <laughs> shame. I don't. Why? I don't. Never. Um, and And here's the reason why. Uh, the, the thing with prep, I'm happy to see that prep is being accepted more in the gay community. There was a lot of opposition. Yeah. I got hate mm-hmm. mail initially when prep came out. You know, you're promoting barebacking, right. and my answer to that was, uh, it's not barebacking; it's condomless sex. And your mother enjoyed it. So why would I shame gay men?
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs>
1: Clap back. Whoa.
0: And your mother's watching.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not <all> great. <laughs> Mom, I'm not here.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: And the other th- the
2: piece, the really big exciting news that I want to bring to the table, and I brought it to the AIDS Walk and my team, Allies Against Stigma. I mean, we oppose PrEP shaming, slut shaming, but the bigger piece of news is U equals U, Undetectable equals untransmittable. So that means if someone's undetectable, so HIV positive and taking their meds, untransmittable means they can't pass it on to sexual partners. That's my big message, is that in today's world, the technology is so good with these antiretroviral drugs that the virus won't infect other people just using these drugs forget condoms i mean if you want to add a condom to the mix great but this there has never been a case of someone on prep contracting hiv from someone who's hiv positive undetectable Uh. next thing why are we still criminalizing people who are hiv positive in canada so someone could have sex um and they may or may not disclose their status And now this becomes a legal issue. So the bigger piece of news is that finally the Attorney General has allowed it that if someone is HIV positive and undetectable for six months, they don't need to disclose it. They don't need to disclose if they're using a condom. We're still behind the times in Canada, but we're getting there. Right,
0: yeah. We've talked about that on the show as well. I also wanted to bring up, there's this uh, porn actor, Jason Domino, Um, and he considers himself a prep activist. And he his campaign is to stop stigmatizing barebacking, um, and he he has this website called Porn for Prep, um, and he's saying that he wants to use his platform, his porn platform, to destigmatize bareback sex.
2: All right. Well, we know her, <laughs> we know the reality is that. Um, there has been condomless sex for a long time and a lot of porn studios didn't allow it initially but with uh, greater advances in HIV testing they would test you know performers right before a shoot to make sure they're HIV negative but there are limitations to that too right if someone recently seroconverted they may have a false negative on the test so uh, what PrEP allows is greater protection for porn actors that already were having condomless sex scenes. If you want to take away the stigmatizing from barebacking, stop calling it barebacking. It's condomless sex. I, I agree with it's you. It's sex the I... way it was invented. All right? And um, we should just stop. You know, people are not always using a condom. Not everyone is going to use one. And if you're not shaming your parents for right. it, then why would you shame your friends? Although,
0: my question is, and this might be controversial, but. There has been a change in the culture, gay culture, in terms of our relationship to condoms. And you were saying, even if I were on PrEP, I would still want to use a condom. 100%. And, huh? 100%, yeah. Right. And there are times where... Sometimes you don't. Yeah, I would like, "Mm, I don't know what's going on in there. I'd much rather use a condom. But (laughs) the... Yeah, you don't know. It's dark. (laughs) Um... I I meant the lights are out. Um, (laughs) But the... And most of it, I have to say, comes from bottoms. The tops, I find, are, you know, like myself. And I'm okay. Like, we can use a condom. But the bottoms are like... There's this... I don't know. Fetishizing around...
1: Being um, finished in?
0: Being bred. Yeah. Yeah. That has taken over. And I I wonder if the the pendulum has to swing all the way that way to sort of come back to the center where we can have these different tools. I mean, prep is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe we're just going through a kid in the candy store kind of phase. Um, But I wonder how, if you've seen a change in that and how we should sort of navigate that. So uh, there have been shifts in the attitudes toward
2: towards PrEP in Canada. And uh, around the world, there have been a lot of surveys of gay men and what their attitudes were towards PrEP. But go, going back to condomless sex, about 50% of gay men will easily report in these surveys that they don't use a condom all the time. All right. Um, now we wanna reach those people, obviously, if they're having condomless sex and tell them there's great technology now to prevent an HIV transmission. As for STIs, there will always be STIs, condoms or not. The, the shift back towards you know, maybe we should use condoms, that's not a bad idea either initial data showed that prep users would be at an increased risk of STIs now we're finding out that if we do quarterly testing so gay men should get tested every 3 months
0: right well that's i mean that's i'm on that regimen right i take prep and i get tested every 3 months
2: right and but a lot don't right they don't know that these are the recommendations they'll may go to their doctor you know once a year for their physical and but get doesn't the sh-
0: doctor have
2: to Well, that's part of you know my job is to make the doctor aware doctors outside of urban city centers or outside of the hiv community are clueless on how to treat gay men right so they may be doing an hiv test once a year or they might not be doing it at all Mm. because they don't know that gay men are 131 times more likely to contract hiv in their lifetime than men who don't have sex with men and they also don't know that 70 percent of new infections in this country are Men who have sex with men mm-hmm. are gay men. Uh, these numbers are alarming. They haven't changed in the last decade. I'm ha- I will be happy when they do finally come down. But until they do, I'm going to keep on the message that undetectable equals untransmittable. PrEP works. And that we shouldn't shame people for the sex that they have. Go to thesexyouwant.ca. Watch some great videos on what all of this means. PrEP, PEP, undetectable status. And have the sex you want. And going back to your point about tops and bottoms and who do- don't like condoms, Maybe I'll open it up to you guys, and what are reasons why you wouldn't want to use a condom?
0: Pleasure.
2: Pleasure. Yeah, that's
0: it. I mean, that's...
2: Oh, really? Pleasure and intimacy. Okay, Mm -hmm. I've got a few more. Uh, Some people are allergic to latex, Yeah. right? Okay. Uh, Another one are tops will find that it constricts blood flow, and so they don't get the same quality erection when using a condom. Bottoms, yeah, pleasure. Intimacy. Exchange of fluids. Uh, The other thing is condoms sometimes... Okay, Michael,
0: you're turning me on. (laughs)
2: That was exactly so my purpose. You need to <laughs> stop. Yeah.
0: And now it's time for Tito's midpoint.
1: <laughs> All right. On a whole different subject, we're playing blank point. So I'm going to read a sentence. Blank point. Bl- point blank. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be a blank space in the middle of the sentence, and you have to guess what the Just correct like Taylor word Swift is. Don't mention her, please. <laughs> and it is all Easter-related. Got it? Any Passover-related questions? I don't know. Maybe. Just, just <laughs> go with it. Okay, another name for Easter Sunday is blank day.
0: Feast of the Resurrection. Re- yeah. Re- yeah. I, like a, I love a good res-erection. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm going to be like Jesus! A- Jesus. Yes! <laughs> Literally.
1: You will find the blank Easter egg in the world in Vegreville, Canada. Biggest? What's another word for biggest? Largest. largest? There you go. Well,
0: what's the, it's the same. <laughs> the biggest ah, egg. I know. But... The biggest Easter egg is in Biggerville? Yeah. Where's at, Vigerville? At Quebec. Oh. oh.
1: The world's largest time. egg is about 31 blank tall. Feet. Correct. Yeah, that's a, that's a
0: large egg. That's <laughs> one <laughs> big ass egg.
1: <laughs> More than ninety million chocolate blank are manufactured eggs. each year. No bunnies. 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 bunnies is what I meant. <laughs> then you would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> what about Peeps? We, those no, are so, we're not talking about Peeps. I love Peeps. They're
0: disgusting. They're, they're just like the little chicks. You ever microwave one? No. Gross. No, but they explode, uh, right? Yeah. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that on, on an upcoming show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lens season lasts. Blank days. The what? 40. Lent?
0: 40. 40. 40 days and 40. <laughs> what are you giving up for Lent? What are you? Nothing. Condoms? <laughs> Sexual partners.
1: Shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> the Lent season starts on blank Wednesday. Ash. ash. Ash Wednesday. Which this year also happened to be April on. Fool's,
0: right? No. Isn't it? No. No, that's that Easter. Was, no, yeah, that sorry. was Valentine's Day. No, Valentine's
1: Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it really? It was too. It's that's a nice
0: me. piece of ash. <laughs> The most
1: famous Easter parade is held in blank. Easter Island. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid.
0: New York. Yes. Is it? Is it? New York is the king of parades, yeah.
1: After blank, Easter is the top selling candy holiday. Christmas. Oh, oh, say.
3: Halloween.
0: Halloween. Halloween. Halloween.
1: Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Woo! Oh.
0: Hey. Tito! No peeps, though.
1: No peeps. We did peeps last year.
0: Okay, fine. Thank you, Tito, <laughs> for today's midpoint. And now it's time for talking point number two, the annals of sex. What is an annal? It's like a, a compendium of information. Ooh, a compendium. So many words. What the hell is a
1: compendium? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bunch. A bunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like an a annal is like the review of the year, right? Like annual, uh, annal. I see it. But you know, like the annals of psychology. I thought you were going somewhere
1: else with that, I'm sorry.
0: Well, yeah. we are. Yeah. <laughs> because new research by Bespoke Surgical <laughs> interviewed 300 gay men of different ages about their sex lives. And one of the questions they asked was, "How often do you have anal sex?" <laughs> <laughs> often. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: They asked gay men this regularly. Question? Yes.
3: How often? What other kind of? Oh, uh, there's like okay. as or opposed oral to oral series. sex. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, not. Or how none. often? I know. I, know. Do you, like, I know. Just go. Okay. Look how um, many times per in, week? One in six people have Gio. it less than once a year. <laughs>
1: What?
0: Five and six say they have it at least a few times a year. 24% said a couple times a month. 39% have it a couple times a week. Yep, couple times a week. That, that sounds about right. And 13% of gay men have anal sex daily. 13%? They're just going at it like rabbits. Well, they
1: have a Every? really healthy diet and... No, no, who has, has the
0: time? <laughs> A what? Died what was penis that? Sliding out of there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Very hungry, you know. Who has the time to? Ha-
3: to you can eat cheese and just not
0: even care. Not, don't care. The gay men who reply to survey. Cheese.
1: Wait, what? What? <laughs> They're
0: talking about not being blocked up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> cheese does block you up. Exactly.
3: Yeah. But if, so you're, if you're having sex that every, much
0: every day, oh, you're loose, yeah. girl. Oh, you're really loose. <laughs> 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 anyway. What were you saying? I
1: don't know what I was saying. <laughs> um,
0: they also asked um, uh, uh, how, who's the top, who's the bottom. Thirty-nine um, percent said they were tops, um, and the rest said they were liars. No, thirty-three um, percent said they were versatile, and twenty-nine percent said they were bottoms. That sound about right. Do you just so the like great p-
2: majority of them bottom?
3: Do you
0: just like pick? No, Do you just
3: the, pick well, what you are yeah, and you yeah, just yeah, stay because with that. One third diverse. No. Uh-huh. You just like pick what you want to be and just stay with yeah. that you're, you're pretty much really? Yeah,
1: well, I mean you try it if you don't like the bottom or it's hard for you or you can't or right. yeah. Then you're either a top or you say your verse and you sometimes do it depending on who you're Interesting. Yeah.
0: Well some there's I mean first of all you either like it One way or, or the yeah, other you know, yeah, some people like it both ways, but some people prefer one way. There's also I find uh, uh, a Psychological or emotional component to being one versus the other and True that. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
3: Yeah,
0: and you can like get you can get off being a bottom. Oh yeah, the prostate
2: is. Uh,
3: this oh is, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, so yes, teach us like about god the prostate. God. God.
2: That's a whole other
0: lesson. Yeah. Another episode. <laughs> um, they didn't ask how many people are into nipple play. Though. Oh yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See that again. Loves those. Love. <laughs> uh, uh, they also um, asked about um, bottoms preparations.
1: Oh.
0: Oh god.
2: Like wiping.
1: That's a fucking... Like wiping?
2: <laughs> There's a lot more than wiping. Oh, I'm I'm just kidding.
1: oh my god, we need a crash course for Ori. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay, thanks.
0: A crash course. 42% of gay men always or frequently use an anal cleanser. 38% rarely or never do. And 21% sometimes use an anal cleanser. Gay men who have anal sex daily are two times more likely to always use an anal cleansing product.
1: But that's also like not good for your anal mucus to yeah, like clean it every it. day. And Tito's yeah. right,
2: yeah. a Douching every day is not uh, recommended. Unless uh, it's
1: like saline or something, you have to do something different?
2: Well, yeah, there's different liquids to put there because uh, the anal mucosa is useful, it protects us. So right. when, when douching that often, uh, we could be losing the protection that we have. And the rectal walls are not thick, so uh,
0: a hole's not like a vagina. No, you can hear the neighbors through the rectal walls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the say they use twenty-five um, percent use a water-based enema, twenty uh, percent use a saline enema, and eighteen percent use a shower adaptor. adapter. 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 Uh, enema. Uh, With friends like adapter. you, who needs enemas? Yeah. Um, a sex prep can be more about.
1: The- <laughs> oh, I just thought that. So stupid (laughs) Um,
0: uh, uh, 78% of gay men think about hygiene always Or most of the time during anal sex 9% never do Um, On safe sex 37% always use a condom when having sex 21% occasionally do 16% never do and 41% of gay men have experienced tearing or other damage from anal sex. Damn.
1: Uh, honey, let me not tell you. This
2: survey was taken in jail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 55% use sex toys for... Uh, Prepping?
1: Huh? Prepping?
0: No, for pleasure. For 55% you use... You use toys to prep? Use sex toys. Okay. All right. Good to I know. You. I'm just saying some people... 45% do not use sex toys. There you go.
1: Well, yeah. Sometimes people are just like, no, I want the real thing. I'm just like, I want to do other stuff to you.
2: But if you're doing it every day, who has time for the toys?
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, maybe really. they no, only have, have time, time for you think that you'd toys. have more time yeah, yeah. for toys if you're doing yeah, it
0: every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Right? Yeah. Or you know, just do the ventriloquist method. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I- uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Drink some water. <laughs> That's not for everyone. No.
0: That's, that sounds like one of those medication commercials, fisting may not be right for you. <laughs> yeah. Ask your doctor or pharmacist. Yeah. Side effects include anal tearing. No. Um So, so what's the bottom line um, before we go? What should people know <laughs> right now about what's going on in terms of HIV prevention? There's a lot of
2: exciting news with HIV prevention. You can prevent HIV with a pill a day. You don't need to fear people who are HIV positive and undetectable. Uh, The exciting news is that we have more technology than what condoms gave us previously. And we hope to see a huge decline in new HIV infections when we can scale these things up in our country. Even if it's not for you, we want you to come and support it. Allies Against Stigma is a team that is the largest team in this city that walks to promote HIV prevention and to decrease the stigma with both HIV positive people and guys on PrEP.
3: Have you noticed a drop, like a decline yet? Or is there is it has it not been a long
2: enough time period yet? To... In ca- so Health Canada just approved PrEP two years ago okay. this month. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, so uh, in February rather, two two years prior in twenty sixteen, and it's too early to tell. But in cities where PrEP has been available for a while, San Francisco, mm-hmm. London, UK, it's a fifty percent decline wow. in that first year. Wow.
1: So That's imagine crazy. in
2: Canada we have Nearly two thousand people every year get HIV half of them are in this province seventy percent of them are gay I would love to say next year if you invite me back on this show of course I'd like to I'd like to have numbers that are half or less than what we currently have
1: and I have a question
2: okay <clears throat> quick
1: is there ever like is there going to be a point in which it will be free for everyone in Canada. At some well, time. in
2: B.C. it is, so it's up to every province to list it. Well, so in I, Ontario. So in Ontario, no, it's not. It, it's 100% free for people on OHIP Plus, so 24 and under, uh, Ontario works. Certain people, they get it 100%. But what we want is everybody that's at high risk of HIV, condoms or not, we want them to have access to free prep. What about women? Well, yeah, there are high-risk women. It's not just gay men that are... I know that, I know that.
0: And I've had women ask me that question. I have straight women on board. Yeah, how come I've never heard of
2: this? Well, th- they should, and certain high-risk groups, so communities of color, IV drug users, people who are dating someone who's HIV positive. These are all high-risk people. We need to go to and tell them about prep. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in the scale-up, we need public health to help with this messaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need sex education in schools, and we need governments to get involved. It's not enough for you know Toronto's uh, gay pharmacist to be on TV <laughs> and talk about it. We need every doctor, yeah, so every people pharmacist. People literally have
1: no idea what it is. Like no. I, I wouldn't to have known. Tell no, so I every sure. single yeah. like friend of mine who yeah. straight like, about it. Is. I didn't know
3: you could be hiv and undetectable like that i like a few months mu- like i found that out like a few months ago like i didn't know that was a thing yeah um, like i didn't know like it's that's a big the, thing that's now. like yeah. yeah like but like that's why i mean there's a lot of education educating to be done and michael yes.
0: i'm glad you're here to help um if people have questions or want to get in contact with you how do they do that
2: so i uh met meds expert on facebook instagram twitter meds Ex- expert is also opening its location in toronto's gay village uh this month uh, you can come get free information. You can check out the information online at medsexpert.ca. And uh, thesexyouwant.ca is great for some uh, resources and videos.
0: There are some hot videos on there. There dude. are. There are. <laughs> and Adam, yes. you have a book to promote.
3: I do. Okay, so this is my book. It's called Pawns of Blood and Thunder. You guys should totally check it out. You can get it on Amazon.com or uh, for a paperback. Or you can go to um, like iBooks, Kindle, uh, Kobo, all these... Really cool, uh, yeah. Words. All these Words. really cool, all these really all cool, these cool yeah. Uh, distribution. He's a nice speaker. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you should totally go check it out. If you like Hunger Games Divergent, it's totally up your alley.
0: Cool. Um, thank you for joining us. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel by pressing the red button. Costs you nothing, helps us greatly. Of course, we also have the audio version, the podcast, on iTunes. Look for us there. You can check us out, of course, on Reverie, reverie reverie.tv, the world's largest online LGBTQ streaming service. Check us out there, as well as all their great original content. If you really want to help us, please go to our crowdfunding site, Patreon, patreon.com slash thepointguys. Of course, you can email us here to comment or ask questions about anything that we've talked about on the show today, thepointguys at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and the Insta at The point guys. Thank you, Michael.
2: Thank you for Thank
0: you, Adam. Thank you. Thank everybody else. Thank Great. you. Thank you. We have a new show every Tuesday. Oh, actually, before I do that, I have to say that we are taking a week off because of Easter and Passover. Just we're like so your religious. Midpoint. Oh my gosh. Just like your midpoint. Okay.
1: So we're gonna have a
0: <laughs> So we're gonna have a beside the point next week, and then we'll be back with regular episodes of the week after that. So programming note. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> Great. But we do have a new show every Tuesday. Right. So, so, Even if it's beside the point. It's true.
1: So yeah. we will See you see next, next Tuesday <laughs>
0: on the point.